landscapes here were just so diverse. Like one minute you're in a jungle, the next minute you're in a lava field, the next minute there's like a desert with like these mountains and like just patches of dirt and grass everywhere. And then you look over on the other side and there's like a pine forest. And then you look over again and it's like the ocean and you're like, where am I? And welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me here again today. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a week-long trip I spent in Hawaii. Um, I actually just got married, and so we decided to do the classic Hawaii honeymoon trip. Um, it was a great time. Uh, we were able to visit two, kind of three islands during the trip. Um, and so I'm going to break this episode into um, both of those two locations. Um, the first island that we visited was the Big Island, or actually Hawaii. Um, and the one thing that I noticed when traveling to the different islands was how different they were. Um, you know, when you think of islands in a general area, they're probably all be the same, but you could tell such a large difference between Hawaii um, and then Kauai as well, uh, which were the two islands that we went to. So it was really interesting, um, and it's just because of the age difference. Um, the big island is the newest island, whereas Kauai is one of the older islands. Um, and so the big island, you could still see all of like the volcanic rock and all that sort of thing. The beaches were more rocky. Um, and stuff like that, whereas Kauai, I guess, time had allowed erosion to occur and things like that, so it was more mountainous, um, and there was more sandy beaches, um, and it was more jungly, and it was just a totally different atmosphere than the Big Island. Um, so anyways, when you fly into Hawaii, you're going to fly into the Kona Airport, which is in Kailua, Kona. Um, and I'll go ahead and say right now, this is kind of like my Iceland trip. I think I should be able to say most of these words in this episode today, but just in case I mess them up, um, you can get on my Instagram and check out pictures or things like that. Um, but I believe I should be able to say most of the words um, pretty... Uh, you should be able to understand what I'm trying to say, in other words. Uh, so you'll fly into Kona. Kona is the more touristy area of the Big Island. I don't think the Big Island in general is that touristy. Um, it's not the typical destination. Um, but Kona is definitely the bigger you know, area of the island. There's a lot more hotels. Um, I, we stayed on the other side of the island, um, but we did go back to Kona for one day. And you could just tell, you know, the differences were pretty drastic in terms of the restaurants, the hotels, there were tourists everywhere. Whereas where we stayed, which was on the opposite side of the island in Hilo, it was the total opposite. Like it was all locals. Um, so it was, it was just really interesting to see the difference there. Um, and it's really, you know, just your preference, I suppose. I like the more non-touristy areas. Um, so I enjoyed staying where we stayed um, on the east side of the island. Um, but, you know, if you like the fancier hotels, if you want to be like on a strip with restaurants and souvenir shops and snorkeling, 
um, and boat tours, then you'll probably want to stay in Kona on the west side of the island. Um, so the first day, we flew into Kona pretty early um, in the morning. I think it was maybe like 9, 10 o'clock. Um, and we picked up a rental car. I definitely recommend getting a rental car while you're in Hawaii. It's not that cheap, um, but it's you know the only real way to get around the island if you're wanting to explore more than just like Kona if you're staying on the west side of the island. Um, so as we drove, you can drive. There's two different routes. I guess there's three technically. You can go around the north coast of the island. You can go around the south coast of the island, or you can drive straight through the middle. Um, and from from Kona to Hilo, the north route and south route are about an hour and a half to two hours, um, whereas straight through the middle is like an hour to an hour and a half. So you're cutting off maybe like half an hour if you go straight through the middle. Um, but I definitely recommend whether you're going to Hilo or not, um, make sure that you head up to the Waipio Valley Lookout. The Waipio Valley is one of the most like untouched areas in the world, especially in Hawaii. It's like there's not a lot of activity going on down there. There's a lot of um, jungle. There's a lot of waterfalls. It's really beautiful. And they actually have it like shut down so tourists can't get down in there. It's only like locals who live there are allowed to go there. Um, so it is pretty pristine looking and you can that the lookout you can see over top of the whole thing so you can see a beautiful view of the coast and then you can also see down into the valley as well. Um, so that's on basically the northern tip of the big island um, and so when we drove from Kona over to Hilo I made sure that we went the north route so we could stop at this viewpoint. It was really pretty um, and if you're in the area I definitely recommend stopping by. Um, when you're driving, especially the north coast, I didn't drive the south coast, and I didn't really notice any when we would drive through the central route. Um, but the north coast, especially, there were a lot of fruit stands on the side of the road. Um, I would say, you know, in the hour and a half to two hours, we probably passed five or six of them. And I definitely recommend pulling over um, and getting some fresh fruit. Um, there's a ton of pineapple everywhere. Um, there's a lot of papaya. And there was this other fruit I had never heard of. It was called soursop. It was also really good. It tasted like green apple candy. Like it was so sweet and tart. And it had almost like a mango texture. It was really weird, the texture of it, but it tasted really good. Um, so I definitely recommend getting some fresh fruit and trying out some fruit that you might not have ever heard of before. Um, being in Hawaii, most of it, like if I didn't really think about it, I felt like I was in Asia. Um, which was really cool. And then you meet someone and they're just like this white dude speaking straight English to you and he's lived there like his whole life. And you're like, okay, so like we are in America. I got to keep that straight. Um, so it was like the atmosphere, it was really cool. You felt like you're in a different country, but then you had all the amenities of being in the U.S. So that was pretty nice. Um, so on the way to Hilo, we stopped at the Waipio Valley Lookout. We stopped for some fresh fruit. Um, and then it was really interesting, and I, I'm not really sure why this is the case, but in most of Hawaii, like all the restaurants were like not open. I don't know if it's still because of COVID um, or what, but we were driving through Hilo, which is a pretty large in terms of the Big Island um, town. 
and like most of the restaurants were closed so it was really interesting we had to like just stop at this random place that was open to get some food that night um on the way to the airbnb um really i did not have any food that was not good in hawaii everything that we had was delicious we had um obviously some kalua pork was amazing you know the fresh fruit um they had a lot of rice there like the asian you know atmosphere they had a bunch of rice and stuff like that so all the food i had in hawaii was amazing you couldn't really go wrong i don't think there um so the one thing i noticed about hilo was the beaches were pretty rocky um the first full day that we had there we kind of just went around the coast looking for um, different places to go swim or just hang out on the beach um, and there were a ton of great places to go um, we were able to find a lot of places you know where you could just sit and enjoy the view um, but there weren't a lot of sandy beaches so that's the one thing I noticed um, there were some sandy beaches on the uh, Kona side um, but I'm not really sure like if those are actually legit beaches or if they like had the sand brought in or not. I've heard that that's the case some places. Um, so if you know, you'll have to let me um, inform me of that. Um, but there were a bunch of pretty viewpoints like cliff, ocean cliff views um, on the Hilo East Coast. There were some beaches like in the actual town of Hilo, but we never went back to those beaches. We always just stayed on the east eastern side um, of the island. Um, so one of the best places that we went was called uh, Hyena Beach, or also it's called Shipman Beach. Um, and there's supposed to be like a sandy beach um, that's called Shipman's Beach. And it's like a few mile hike from where you can park. Um, but we didn't really feel like doing that long of a hike. And so we hiked maybe a quarter of a mile straight inland. And it brought us to like this really pretty cliff edge. Uh, where we would like sit and watch the sunset and stuff like that. So there is that one sandy beach called Shipman's Beach, um, but it is quite a bit of a hike. I also heard that there's like turtles, sea turtles and stuff like that on that beach quite often. Um, so if you have a day um, and you just want to do some exploring, that's probably a great um, bet for you. Uh, another really cool beach that we were able to find was called Pahuiki Beach. Um, and this was a really rocky beach you wouldn't really want to swim there or anything in the actual ocean um, but there were some hot springs there because of the lava obviously that built this island <laughs> um, was heating the water and there were like these two heated pools they were actually like really hot um, and you could like go and swim in them um, I would wear like shoes and stuff because it is really rocky um, but the water felt amazing so um, Pahuiki Beach, it has the hot springs, and it's really, that was the only hot springs that we personally found on the island. I'm sure there's others, um, but that was a pretty cool um, thing to find as well. Um, one of the bigger attractions on the east side of the island is the Hawaii Volcano National Park. Um, and so that's one of the main reasons that I wanted to stay on that side of the island is because we'd be so close. Now... I'll have to say that this is not one of my favorite national parks. I thought it was going to be a great experience, and it was. I had a good time hiking, and it was a national park like I'd never been to before. 
Um, but it's definitely not on the top list of national parks for me. Um, there were a few hikes. There was one around um, the volcano crater there. Um, and the thing is, is most of the park you can drive around. Um, so we parked at like the visitor center and hiked all the way around the rim. Um, but we were constantly seeing people who had just like parked and then like walked to the viewpoint and then like got in their car and driven and then parked and walked to the viewpoint. So there were quite a few different hikes that you could do, but if you didn't want to hike, you could just drive around and basically get the same views and things like that. So that is one pro, I suppose, for this park. Um, but then it also kind of meant there wasn't anything like special that you could just get to by hiking that a lot of people weren't there. You know, it was pretty, it wasn't very crowded, but there was like a significant amount of people at all the viewpoints because they could just drive and park and walk a few hundred feet to get there. One of the coolest things um, at the at the park that I recommend doing is you could walk down a lava tube. Um, it was maybe like a quarter of a mile loop. Um, and you can actually walk into a lava tube and you can walk in like the dark. They have a few lights in there, but you're walking through this dark tunnel. Um, and so just being inside of a lava tube, that's something I'd never done before. So that was one of the coolest parts um, of this park. Currently, there is active lava flowing through the crater. Um, and you could see just a tiny little speck. We did like this mile hike out to it. Um, out to the viewpoint and I think I've definitely been spoiled because of my Iceland trip where there was just so much lava um, because there were definitely a ton of people there just like ooing and aahing and taking a bunch of pictures of the lava but I saw it and I was like is this it like there's a little speck of orange out there in the distance um, and I asked the park ranger I was like is this like a good day is it normally like is there normally more lava and he was like, oh, no, this is actually like a like better than average day. Like normally there's less than this. Sometimes there's none at all. So I don't know if you've never seen lava and you're just wanting to have that experience. Definitely check that out. But if you've seen lava before and you're thinking that it's just going to blow you away, it's probably not going to. Now, that's, you know, it's an active volcano, so it might change here or there, you know, Someday in the future, there might be like a huge lake out there full of lava. I don't know. Um, but as a month ago, it was not really worth the hike, in my opinion. And my wife had never seen lava before, and she was not that impressed with it either. <laughs> so it wasn't just necessarily that I had been to Iceland and seen a ton of lava before. Um, but yeah, there is definitely the opportunity to see lava there, which is a unique thing that you can't see everywhere else. Um, another thing, we stayed at an Airbnb, and our Airbnb host recommended that we go to this place called the Leilani Estates, um, and this is like a neighborhood um, that basically had lava just go straight through the neighborhood at um, during an eruption a few years ago. Um, so this was really interesting to see. Most of the streets and stuff are like private and they have signs up that say like no trespassing. Um, so you couldn't really see as much as I had liked 
or I would have wanted to see. Um, but you could see a little bit, and there were a few houses where there was like lava and steam and stuff like that still coming, like steam was coming out of the lava uh, and things like that. Um, but you know, it most of it you couldn't see just because it was private property. And that's the one thing that constantly reminded me that I was in the United States still was just like all of the, you know, like private property, no trespassing signs like that. Um, going to Iceland or Asia or wherever, that's not really a thing. Like, you know, you're respectful of where you are, but especially in Iceland, like you see something cool and you can just hike to it and no one cares. Um, and there's like a waterfall way over in the distance and you're like, I'm going to park here and hike there. And it's fine. Like no one's there telling you to get off their property or whatever. Um, and so that was a big difference that just constantly, you know, reminds you like you're in America, there's like all these no trespassing sides and people are really like protective of their property and their things, um, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like a cultural thing where, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm in Asia right now because it's like jungle and like Asian food and influence. And then like, oh, don't trespass down this paved street where it's clearly a neighborhood and normally you should just be able to go. Um, but I definitely understand they don't want a ton of people in their neighborhoods, things like that. Just something that I kept forgetting and then was constantly reminded of. Um, so yeah, that was basically our time over in Hilo. One day we did go over to Kalua Kona. Um, we wanted to go to a luau, and there were no luau's over in Hilo, and all the luau's in Kauai were sold out. So we had to do one in Kona. Um, and so we drove over to Kona early one morning. We went through the center um, of the island, and that was really cool because you could see um, Mauna Kea there, um, which is actually the tallest from bottom to top, the tallest mountain in the world. Um, Mount Everest is the highest mountain in the world. So when you're on the top of Mount Everest, you're at the highest point above sea level anywhere on Earth. Um, but Mauna Kea, um, because it's an island, it like starts under the water, I suppose. And so if you start measuring from the bottom, the base of the mountain to the top of the mountain, it's actually taller than Mount Everest. So that's pretty cool. Um, and it was interesting because it didn't seem like that tall of a mountain. Like we drove by it and I'm like, oh, like that's a mountain, but it's not like I'm in the Himalayas sort of mountain, you know? Um, so it was interesting just to know like this is the tallest mountain in the world, but it doesn't really even look like it. Um, but that's a cool thing to see. You can go up to the top of the mountain and apparently it's, you know, have some great views up there. Um, most of the time I think you have to take a tour because you need like a four by four to get up to the top. Um, and so we didn't do that, but that's definitely an opportunity, an opportunity that you can take if you would like to. Um, so our time over in Kailua Kona was really awesome. Um, we did go to one beach there. Um, it's in the key. This is going to be one of those words, the Kikaha Kai or also the Kona Coast State Park. Um, it's pretty close to the airport. It's just north of the airport. Um, and it had a really pretty beach called Mahaiula Beach. 
and this beach was like maybe a mile or two off the road and it took us like 30 minutes to drive to it because this road was so terrible there were potholes um there was like no pavement there were speed bumps on this road it's like giant potholes everywhere you're literally going like two miles an hour and then they're just like oh just because we're gonna throw a speed bump here to make sure you're not going like four miles an hour just to be safe um so it was definitely worth the drive i was a little nervous because we were in a rental car and i didn't want anything to happen to it but we made it um and there were like some chargers and stuff like that some really low cars that had made it as well and so um, I think as long as you're pretty safe and a smart driver when it comes to navigating bad roads, you should be good to go. Um, we actually talked to a local and they said that um, the state does not fix those roads because they want fewer people to go to the places that they go to. <laughs> so like they could easily go in and pave these roads, but they don't do it because they don't want a ton of people at these beaches. So that was pretty interesting. Um, but that was, that might have been the prettiest beach that I've ever been to. Um, the water was beautiful blue teal water. It was like crystal clear. You could see the bottom. Like I was probably up to my neck and I could still like see my feet at the bottom. So like maybe five feet and it was still like super clear. Um, so yeah, there were palm trees everywhere and it was, right on the edge of a lava field so it was like there's a ton of lava and then there's some palm trees and then beach so it was like really contrasty you have just like nothing it's absolutely barren and then you have like this beautiful lush beach so that was really cool um just the differences there so after the beach we went just downtown kalua kona we kind of just walked around um, visited some shops there the oldest church in the Hawaiian Islands is located in Kailua Kona. It's pretty prominent and looks pretty cool. Um, and like I said, that's where like it's really touristy. So if you wanted to go on like a boat tour, a whale watching tour, um, if you you know want to get your souvenirs there, that's the place to do it. Uh, we actually saw some whales um, while we were just on the coast in Hilo which was really cool. Like I'd never seen a whale totally breach out of the water. Like the whale, the whole body was out of the water. Um, and so that was really a unique experience as well. Um, and so then the last thing that we did over in Kalua Kona was we went to a luau, um, which was really cool. It was pretty expensive. I think it was like $150 or something a person, which is definitely more than I would ever spend on anything like that. <laughs> Um, but it was a cool experience. Um, the food was great. Um, and I mean, you're in Hawaii, so I feel like that's the one thing where you go to Hawaii, you have to experience a luau. I don't know if I would ever do it again just because of the cost. Um, but it was definitely a good experience and I didn't feel like I had spent too much or gotten gypped out of my money or anything like that. The food was great. The show was great. They had like fire dancers and things like that. Um, so I would highly recommend if that's, you know, if you're even leaning towards it, go ahead and splurge, um, just to say that you've done it and experienced it one time. Um, so yeah, that was our time on the big Island. Um, we flew out of Kalua Kona, um, to, we actually flew through Honolulu and then from Honolulu over to Kauai. 
Um, the funny thing about the Kaluakona airport is it's like all outside. I'd never seen an airport like that before. So you were like just sitting under like these little huts and you walked out to the plane on the tarmac and got on. It was really cool. Like even the security check was like under a pavilion. <clears throat> so that was really interesting. Um, even the airport in Honolulu was partially outside. Like there were gardens and things like that. So that was really cool. Um, Honolulu, just flying into it, it's like a huge city. Like I did not expect that. Um, and I definitely don't think I would go to Honolulu on vacation. Like I would not want to go to Hawaii and just spend my time in a big city. So if you're thinking about going to Honolulu, that's probably what you're going to experience. I didn't go to the rest of the island, obviously, but that was just my first impression. Um, okay, so getting into Kauai, you fly into Lahui. Um, there are quite a few different places you could stay. You could obviously stay in Lahui, but we stayed up north on the north coast in what's called Princeville. And I thought Princeville was going to be like a town, but then we show up and Princeville is like this huge like country club neighborhood sort of thing. There's like a ton of neighborhoods back in here and like each neighborhood is like called a different thing and it's just all makes up Princeville. But there's like maybe one grocery store and that's about it. So you kind of have to drive um, to go to restaurants and things like that, which is totally cool. Um, I believe the closest town was uh, Hanalei and it was maybe like a 15 minute drive. So it wasn't terrible at all. So the first night in Princeville, I think we got there maybe at like five or six in the afternoon or something like that. So we drove over to the Hanalei Valley Lookout. And this is literally like right outside the entrance to Princeville. And it lets you look over the Hanalei Valley that you can see, like I said earlier, there's a ton of beautiful jagged mountains and things like that on Kauai. Um, and so you get a great view of these mountains. There's like rice paddy fields below. There's palm trees everywhere. Definitely recommend pulling over at that lookout. Um, and it's on the way to Hanalei. So definitely, if you're going to Hanalei from Princeville, pull over real quick, check out that viewpoint. Um, I don't think you'll regret doing that. So in Hanalei, they have quite a few restaurants. Um, I think that's probably one of the more touristy areas there on that side of the island. Um, they have a lot of restaurants. They have you know a lot of like surf shops, um, different things like that. So definitely, like we spent a few hours one day, kind of just walking around the town, going into the different shops, getting souvenirs, things like that. It's just a really cool place to just spend some time. Um, so near Hanalei, there's the Hanalei Bay. The Hanalei Bay is a pretty nice beach. That was like besides the Mahaula Beach over in Kona. That was one of the best beaches that we had gone to as far as like a sandy beach um, and so there were a lot of people like surfing out there um, the sunset was really pretty and then obviously the beach was really nice there too um, also over on that side of the island there is the Kilauea Lighthouse um, the Kilauea Lighthouse is really pretty it's just like maybe five minutes off the main road and you can go up in there and you can park you can check out the lighthouse it's really pretty if you actually want to go to the lighthouse though i didn't know this beforehand but you need to buy a ticket for the wildlife refuge 
um, and it's like $11 a ticket, I really don't know if it'd be worth it to spend $11 just to go down a few extra hundred feet to check out the lighthouse up close. But if you really love lighthouses, maybe you'd want to. But the view from the viewpoint was pretty great in and of itself. Um, something else I forgot to mention on the way to Princeville from Lahui, there's the Wailua Falls, and it's a little bit out of the way. Um, it's like maybe a five-minute detour um, from Lahui up to Princeville, but it's a really pretty waterfall, and it's you know a great waterfall to check out if you're in the area. Um, you can actually hike down to the bottom of the falls, and you can see some people swimming in there. Um, and it's pretty a pretty strenuous hike. We didn't do it. Um, we had like we weren't geared up to do a hike when we stopped um, to check out the falls. I didn't know there was like a hike to go down there until I saw people swimming in the pool <laughs> at the bottom. Um, but you can definitely do that hike if you are real, like willing to take that risk um, of a pretty crazy hike. Um, but it might be pretty fun to do. Um, I also forgot to mention over on the Big Island, there's a waterfall called Rainbow Falls, and it's in it's like right on the edge of Hilo. Um, we stopped there on the way to the Volcano National Park, um, and it's really pretty. I would definitely recommend stopping on the way if you have a chance. Um, okay, so there's actually a lot more to do over on the Princeville side of the island. There is the Hyena State Park, and most importantly, in the Hyena State Park, there is the Kalua, Kalua Trail, and this is like apparently one of the best hikes in the United States. Um, you hike along the Nepali coast there. There's supposed to be great views. There's a waterfall along the way. There's a nice beach. Um, the only thing about this is they've recently started charging um, and not just charging because normally you have to pay to get into a park, but um, you have to make reservations. They only let a certain amount of people in per day. Um, so whenever I was planning this trip, it was supposed to rain the whole time. You can't get your money back once you purchase the reservation, and it's like $35 a person. So I wasn't going to spend 70 bucks and probably get rained out because they close the park and don't let you hike if it's too dangerous or wet or whatever. So I didn't do it, but then I show up there and the weather's perfect, it's sunny, and I'm like, okay, I need to go get these tickets, and they were already sold out. So if you want to do the hike, go ahead and purchase them far in advance. I looked today, which is like April 10th or something, and I could only look for tickets until like the middle of May, um, and they were mostly sold out all the way to the end of May. Um, so you definitely need to get on that early if you're going to be going. Um, so there's a few different options. The first option is you can just buy a pass to the state park, and that's $5, which is not bad at all. Um, the only caveat there is there's like no parking. You have to also buy a parking pass, and literally every single parking pass was sold out for all of the dates available. So that's really not an option unless you just have someone driving you there and dropping you off. Um, so the pass is $5. I do not know how much the parking pass and pass to get inside cost because they weren't available, so I wasn't able to check those out. Um, if you live in Hawaii, it's free. 
Um, but I'm assuming if you live in Hawaii, you probably already know this. Um, but then the third option, which in my opinion is probably the best option, it's called like the shuttle pass option. It's $35 a person. You can park for free at like the shuttle parking lot and then the shuttle takes you to the park. You get in for free because you already paid for the pass. Um, and then it drops you off there and then you have to be out, um, by the last shuttle to take you back to the parking lot. Um, I've heard that mainly locals get the parking pass permit. I don't really know how that system works, but I've heard that there are some ways like tourists normally aren't able to get those passes. Um, so really, if you're wanting to do this, I would just bet on taking a shuttle down there. You have to buy a certain time slot. Um, I would say just get there early and then go ahead and do the hike. Um, the Kalua Kalalau uh, Trail. There's actually a couple different parts to it. The first, uh, I believe it's like first mile and a half takes you to a really nice beach. The second mile and a half takes you to a waterfall. And then once you get to that waterfall, you have to turn around unless you've bought the pass to go to the end of the trail and camp. So the whole trail is like 15 miles or something crazy like that. Um, and you obviously can't do that in one day. And so you have to buy another pass if you want to do the whole trail. And then they expect you to camp at the end of the trail or somewhere along the trail and then hike out the next day. Um, so if you just want to go to that first waterfall or to the first beach, any pass that you buy on the Hyena State Park um, will allow you to do that. Um, so also one of the last things on that side of the island is Tunnels Beach. Um, it's actually on the way to Hyena State Park. You drive through Waimea, or not Waimea, Hanalei to Hyena State Park, and it will take you by Tunnels Beach. Um, it's a great beach. Um, even though it's super sandy and super pretty, there's still a bunch of rocks out in the ocean. I did not find one beach that I could like swim comfortably in without scraping my feet on rocks or like <laughs> getting tossed around by waves and being afraid I was going to like tumble into some rocks. So definitely be careful whenever you're swimming out there or whatever you're doing. Um, just because I was not able to find a super, just superb sandy beach into the water. Like they were sandy on the beach part, but not once you got into the water. So just keep that in mind. Um, so one of the other main things to do in Kauai is to go down to Waimea. Waimea is on the south side of the island and it's really annoying because there is not a road that goes all the way around the island. Um, because of the Nepali coast, it kind of like cuts a chunk out of the road. And so you can go to like the northwest corner of the island and then take the road all the way around the island to like the west side of the island. But then there's like that little piece that's missing. Um, so, you know, we're staying up north and Waimea is sort of like southwest, but because there's not a road that goes all the way around the island, I have to drive all the way to the east side of the island, all the way to the south side of the island, and then up to Waimea. Um, so that's really annoying knowing you're like probably a 15 minute drive to Princeville, but you actually have an hour and a half drive because the road doesn't go all the way around. Um, but... Waimea is a great place. 
this was another one of those places where like all the restaurants were closed. Like we were leaving the parks late that night, not even late that night, maybe like six o'clock in the afternoon. And there was like no food options available. So I'm not really sure if that's because of COVID or what, but just keep that in mind. Um, if it's the same way when you visit. Um, so there's two state parks and they're kind of like inside of each other. Um, the first one is Waimea Canyon State Park and Waimea Canyon is called the Grand Canyon of the Pacific and for good, good reason. It's a beautiful canyon. Um, it does look like the Grand Canyon. There's just a lot more greenery around it. Um, so definitely a great stop. You had to pay for parking and I honestly cannot remember how much it was. It was like maybe five, ten dollars or something to pay for parking. Um, but the parking, you were able to use that pass in Waimea Canyon State Park and also in Kokei State Park, uh, which is the park further into Waimea Canyon. So basically you go into Waimea Canyon State Park, you enjoy all the viewpoints, you pull over, you you know walk a few hundred feet, check out the viewpoint, and then drive to the next one. And then you continue driving, and then it takes you straight into the Kukai State Park. Um, and the best part of this state park is there's some beautiful viewpoints of the Nepali coast. Um, just those jagged cliffs going into the ocean. It's so green and lush and beautiful. Um, definitely one of my favorite views um, of my entire trip was in Kukai State Park um, of the coast there. So definitely check that out. Um, if you're on the island. I mean, it's like an hour and 20 minutes from Princeville, but definitely worth worth the drive. Um, so yeah, um, there are a few little hikes in those state parks, but nothing crazy and definitely nothing that we did. Um, but you could definitely find them. You can also camp in those state parks if that's something that you're interested in um, as well. We saw some people doing that and it looked like a good time if you're into camping. <laughs> Um, so that was basically all we did in Kauai. On the way back from my uh, Waimea up to Princeville, uh, we stopped in Lahui for dinner, and we found like this little night market thing going on, which was really cool. They had like live music and street vendors um, and stuff like that. I had Dole Whip for the first time, which is like this pineapple creamy ice cream. I don't even know what it is, but it's amazing. Um, and I bought it every time I saw it afterwards. Um, and so, yeah, Kauai was definitely my favorite island out of the two. Um, but the big island definitely, you know, had some great perks as well. Um, so, yeah, that was our time in Hawaii. Um, I would definitely be interested to go back and try a different island. Um, because of how different Hawaii and Kauai were, I would love to see the differences in the other islands as well. Um, but it's a great place to go. Um, we flew southwest there. Didn't even know they went to Hawaii. Um, it was pretty cheap and you get to check your bags for free. So definitely look into that if you're wanting to go to Hawaii. Um, but yeah, I have pictures up on my Instagram at Educate Your Travel. Check those out. Uh, and remember, it's up to you to make your life interesting. So get up, get out, explore the world, take your next adventure, maybe go to Hawaii, and I'll talk to you later. See you.